Welcome to the Puzzle of Us podcast. I'm Chelsea Peterson, your host from Cash Valley Counseling. And tonight we have Ryan and Casey Neely meeting with us today to share in their wisdom of life and their relationship and uh, how they really prioritize their relationship. So welcome, guys. Hi. Thanks for having us. We are. I'm so excited to have you guys. Um, I want you guys to just take a minute, introduce yourselves, how long you've been together, how many kids you have, kind of mm-hmm. take it, start from there. Yeah. Do you want me to go? Sure. You okay. go first. Um, yeah. So I'm Casey um, and I'm married to Ryan. We've been married. Oh, I actually should have him this she forgets our integration <laughs> really not um we've been married almost 11 10 and a half almost 11 i get the year that we were married mixed up with how many years we've been married um so 10 and a half almost 11 years 11 in july july 18th um and then we have an eight-year-old a six-year-old and a almost four-year-old in one month um so we've had kids most our marriage mm-hmm. let's see so how, we were how long, how long did you guys date before you got married we dated for we, a year so we knew each other for a year and then we dated for a year and then we got married we married for about two years until Lottie we were was pregnant or pregnant i don't know yeah about two and a half years till we had our first kid mm-hmm. okay. and then but we were friends for a year before we actually started dating. So yeah. okay. So you knew each other for a little bit, then mm-hmm. started dating. Yeah. Then got married, uh-huh. had kids about two, two and a half years after that, and yep. have mm-hmm. three very spunky, wild, and wonderful <laughs> kids. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Very all very different kids. That's yeah. why we might fall asleep during this. <laughs> Since we're doing this at night, right? No, yeah. Time for party. bed. Yeah. Yeah, this is the party. Time for bed. <laughs> um, well, good. Well, again, I think thank you guys for taking time to be on this and sharing in wisdom. So uh, part of my hopes for why I thought you guys would be able to share in some wisdom is that uh, Casey has gone back to school and is currently about to graduate, but has been going through the schooling process through a master's degree and things like that. You have three kids and Ryan, you're still working full-time. So there's just a lot of moving parts and there's a lot of stress in life in general, but then you add, you know, it's not something you don't have to go to school. You don't have to further your career. Like there is not, it's not something you had to do, but a choice. Mm -hmm. And definitely a choice that affects not just you, Casey, but everyone in your family. And um, I just want to want you guys to speak about how that has been for you guys, kind of maybe even how you made that choice, what made you make that choice and how that's affected each of you individually and your relationship and, and even your, your kids maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When Kate, when Casey first told me that she wanted to go back to school, I thought she was joking. I, I was like no that's not I think I was pregnant with our third yeah you like were. gonna deliver pretty soon okay. so it was like not ideal timing to be talking about that but um it all happened like smoothly for what it was I think mm-hmm. um I don't remember why but Oh, I had gone through a really hard health issue. Oh, so it was actually right after my son was born, I think, um, that I decided. But I had gone through, I got really, really sick. And that was a wild ride for Ryan and I. Um, I was, I have Hashimoto's disease. And so um, just mentally and physically was really, really, really hard after our third kid was born. And so... Through that, did you, like, was it, were you diagnosed at that time or did you already have that? No, I didn't diagnosed? know. Okay. Yeah. I think I had thyroid issues all from like a long time, just looking back on this, on my life. But it, they say after their third baby, um, commonly it's, it kind of like triggers it <laughs> if you're susceptible. Um, and so right after our son was born, 
I just went all out of whack and like I had really weird symptoms <laughs> and like um and so I got checked for a while I think with my other two I was just like oh yeah I'm just a sleepy tired mom like I'm nursing um but with Wes it went hyper and so my legs were numb and like I was seeing stars and weird things so I got checked and then that all happened but after shortly after that when I got feeling good I was like wow <laughs> life can be really really good I had no idea how good it could be and it just made me want to like um it, I just felt like new brand new and so I was like what do I want to do what do I want to be I want to be a mom first and foremost but I also want to help people like live to their full potential too so it just all kind of like happened internally. And then I broke the news to Ryan that I wanted to go back to school. <laughs> and so, and he was really actually pretty like, okay, I don't know. But was that like for you? I was, yeah, I was all for it. I just thought as long as you want to, if you want to do it and you want to like stick to it, then let's do it. Like we'll figure out a way and and we did. I, yeah. I I was my only hesitant. I didn't want her to start and then get through school and then say, I don't want to do that anymore. I don't do something. Because I do that a lot. I'm a very. Not anymore. Mm, I still do it, but. Maybe. I'm I'm a very like on to the next, on to the next. I'm bored with okay. that. I've accomplished it. So he was like, the only thing is, is you actually have to like follow through. And I was kind of nervous because I know how I am, but I knew in my heart that it was what I wanted to do. So gotcha. Okay. He's yeah. And it was, um, I knew that I wanted to work, but I also wanted to be like a full-time, like I wanted to be my kids number one. And so that was really hard for me to kind of make that leap and make that transition because I was worried that you know like what if I'm not with them all the time and stuff but I also knew I wasn't like living my like who I my full kind of core I feel like I was kind of neglecting part of myself for a long time so um yeah Ryan's just been so so understanding about that Cool. That's really, it's again, it's one of those things that it's, every couple's different. Every stressor is different. How you make it to these points, how you make these decisions in life. It's so different for every, every person. But mm -hmm. again, it's like for you, Casey, this, it seems like that was something that was really desired for you. And you kind of said I had to break the news to Ryan. <laughs> Ryan said he thought it was a joke plan, at first. Right? Like it yeah. wasn't a part of our plan. It wasn't like a it part wasn't. of our plans. No. Yeah. I was yeah. I was never against it. I've always, even you know, when we were dating and when we got married, I thought I just, you know, for me, I want to be able to provide for our family. And and if if my wife, if if Casey wants to work, cool. Like we'll make that happen. But I was never opposed to it. I never wanted to, you know, like, oh, I work and you take care of things at home. I've never yeah. viewed things that way. Um, and so when she brought it up, I was like, I was blindsided because I didn't see it. I didn't, I just didn't think she'd want that. But um, around that same time, this is something I've told Casey this a lot around that same time. Casey kind of got her health issues figured out and she started feeling like normal, like how she should be feeling. Um, and it was really good because we could get back to normal. Maybe would that or be better? Yeah. Better than normal. Better than normal. And so Casey started picking up certain things and she one, She's like, I want to go back to school. And so she just pursued that. And I was like, okay, I support you in that. That's kind of all I said. And Casey figured out everything. Mm -hmm. um, and she was just gung ho. And, and, you know, I obviously help around the house and support with kids and uh, continued working and everything. But then also Casey picked up other hobbies. I, I don't, I do not like golf at all. 
and she picked up golf. She just mm-hmm. said, I'm going to learn how to, I'm, I'm going to go, I'm golfing. That's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. And so she picked it up and learned it. And so now we go golfing together. And I think to me, I, I never thought I would ever say this, but the, some of the most attractive things that Casey has ever done is decide that she's going to get her master's degree and start a career and pick up hobbies. <laughs> I mean, sounds so sad. <laughs> no, but like, you know, just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That maybe that sounded really wrong because Casey is always involved with so many things. But for some particular reason, like her separating herself from me and and having more independence on her own, um, it was just it was awesome to see that, and and I loved seeing and continue to see that um with what she's doing so it makes it fun Mm -hmm. and yeah yeah i so now we can go on golf dates and and we cuss and swear but we don't cuss and swear to each other yeah i was gonna say i've never said more really really bad words than the (laughs) one time i played golf and i have never golfed again (laughs) It's, never golf again have, to have one like or two good hits and then you're hooked it's one of those things i'm i'm waiting till i'm <laughs> older and my body has given out a bit more but it's probably not the time to start i should really probably start now, but i just can't i just i i just can't <laughs> yeah. so i applaud you casey that's fantastic well i do come from a family that golfs a lot so it's not totally random but Kind of. So that yeah. that's really that's really awesome. But it was a fun it was a fun thing to see, and I just loved seeing. I I don't know the right. It was an word. exciting time in our relationship because we hadn't realized that slowly over the years that, um, like I don't even remember our relationship very much in that time. I think I was just really fog brain, and so. Like it was just this survival mode, which a lot of couples go through. It doesn't have to be a health crisis, but, you know, busy times and just kind of that like survival mode. And, and we didn't realize that how that was impacting us slowly over time. And then when we had such a drastic shift in a good way, it was like, wow, like it just, it was, it was just an exciting time for our relationship. And I think it can be so easy to get caught up in the day to day. I mean, this is kind of an obvious thought or whatever, but it's true. You just, you wake up, you go to work, you just, you know, wrangle the kids all day and put them down at night. And you just, it's life is just this thing that just goes over and over. And if you don't take the time to focus on each other um, or yourself, or yourself, then you really lose, you lose that relationship. And I think one of the best things that we've done is just, we get babysitters and go on dates, whatever that might be. And yeah, I was just going to ask, like, how do you guys, again, with being in school, working full time, having three kids, how do you prioritize your relationship? I mean, it sounds like this whole thing was kind of a a a turning point for you and kind of a a revival or an awakening or a a, a newness for your relationship. And so it was kind of also a sort of an exciting time for your relationship, but how do you continue to prioritize that? Even, you know, it's, you've been in school a couple of years now and how do you, how do you keep that? How do you prioritize your relationship? We do do date nights. We do. That is one of like the more um, concrete examples of something we do to kind of prioritize our relationship. It hasn't been as easy as of late. Times are very busy right now. Um, but that is one thing that we, uh, my parents were divorced really young when I was just a baby. And so my relationship, my marital relationship has always been something I've been hyper aware of and sensitive to, and I don't know if it's from the divorce or just other things as well, but personality and things like that. But um, 
I've almost been overly anxious about like, are we having a good relationship? <laughs> like, so sometimes that's also been like, a, a what would you call it? Like it can make me, um, it can kind of block us being close because I've been so like comparing, kind of comparing our relationship to others at times. But on the good side of that, I feel like Ryan and I really care. We really, really care about having a good relationship. And so it's kind of now a little more natural for us to pr prioritize each other, I would say. And I think I've, I learned this from Casey and I feel we're both kind of this way, but we don't like, we're not just going to settle, mm -hmm. you know, especially Casey. She's not just going to settle for mediocre. She doesn't want just a mediocre relationship that continues on into our fifties, sixties, seventies and after retirement, you know? And so Casey's opened my eyes a lot that, Hey, we need to invest in our relationship. And I think I've seen that the, to me, the biggest thing I could invest in is our relationship, because if that's not good, then our relationship with our kids falter. And, and it just goes down the line into every many other relationships too. And so I think we just, we've been able to put our relationship first, put each other first and spend time, time with each other. We talk a lot to each other. Yeah. yeah. We talk a lot. We have lots of conversations. Like my friend, my best friend jokes and she's like, you think way too much and you, I just want to be a fly on the wall and listen to you and Ryan have conversations because- <laughs> you're just too much this is all like but Ryan and I didn't realize that until right recently like wow I'm so like that's nice that we can have conversations because mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah I need that yeah so we yeah. talk a lot at lunch and before we go to bed we try to make some time to talk but talking sometimes you know you don't always need to talk either. Yeah. yeah. You can just be well, together, I think, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes just spending that time together and really, yeah. whether it's prioritizing in a date night or whether that's mm -hmm. just spending time chatting together, but it really, yeah. what, you, what you guys are saying is that prioritizing our relationship, knowing that it's a priority for both of us, that mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a priority for not just me, Maybe as sometimes I get a little anxious or worried about, do we have a good relationship and what does that look like? And we chat about it and we talk about it and we, we check in with each other and really make it work. Yeah. And I think when we, a lot of our discussion, not a lot, but some of it is talking about how we view things differently mm -hmm. and, and helping each other see how or why we see something different really helps mm -hmm. and not just in our relationship but I'm able to be more understanding of other people as well yeah yeah mm -hmm. yeah we check I think I I think the key for me is that I've never felt like I mean maybe in those moments where you have a, a disagreement or an argument or something and but like generally I never felt like I'm not a priority I feel like I am a priority and that's key for me to kind of invest and help make sure that Ryan feels the same way. Yeah. Well, and it creates kind of this openness of, I can then be maybe challenged a little bit in that. I know that I'm a priority. I know that you care about me. And if we don't see eye to eye, it's okay because I still know you care about me. Yeah. But we don't have to see eye to eye or understand each other completely on everything because I still know that I matter to you. Yeah. 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 In fact, sometimes it's comforting to me to have Ryan's different opinion or different view because I, um, sometimes I get stuck in my own, we all do, right. We get stuck in our own perspective. And so sometimes the altering view, like it might feel threatening sometimes, but also if we can get past that, it can also feel um, 
comforting to know like, oh, there's not just one view. There's not just one way. Like, I think it's kind of a paradox because it can feel scary and kind of exciting too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm kind of going off the cuff here a little bit, but I am, I'm curious, Ryan, you said a few minutes ago that like when Casey was kind of reinventing herself, if you will, or really kind of finding herself getting new hobbies, like I was the most attracted to her, or that was, I was very attracted to her in those moments and, or at, at those times. And I think a lot of times I hear couples say that that's, that's almost a threat to the relationship that, that when their spouse, you know, maybe spends more time learning a new hobby or out with friends or doing different things, sometimes like that, sometimes they feel that as a threat of like, well, why don't you want to spend time with me? And then it all, almost turns into like a, a needy thing, right? Like I need you, I need you, I need you. And then it, it is not attractive anymore because I feel like I, you're choosing that over me. And so mm -hmm. I'm just curious if you can kind of speak to that, like how, what was that like for you? How did that not happen for you? And, and, and maybe you don't even know, but I'm, I'm curious yeah. for mm -hmm. other, for other people who are listening, because that's often something that I do hear couples struggle with. Yeah, good question. And I've never thought of that actually. Really? Well, no, that like some people could see that as a threat. Oh, I've thought of it many times because I but it makes I sense. feel very, very lucky. Like lucky, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I might feel threatened. I think you're just maybe a better person than me. No. <laughs> um I think deep down I know that I knew that um me and our family as a priority for Casey. Like I know that I am a priority for her and I still, she's still, I still had time. I mean, yeah, she's starting school and a career and, and it took a lot of time. Um, and I would come home from work early or what I, do all these things. And, and even now spending a lot of time managing kids and taking them to school and all that. But I still know that I'm a priority to her. Um, and I still have my time to go do, do my things and pursue my things as well. Um, is probably one of the biggest things that, you know, I'm not worried. I'm not worried about that being a threat to me. Okay. Um, touch, yeah. Touch on know. what? touch on what you think is why that is attractive to you. So I think one of the biggest things that makes that so attractive to me is because she's just more independent. Like you just said earlier, sometimes it, it can, someone can be so needy and I don't know, maybe this is generalized statement, but nobody likes a needy person or a needy spouse, you know, like if she's fully dependent on me and just needy, needy, I don't want that. Yeah. But I think but it's I important think to clear. I think it's important to kind of even go another step with that is because I don't think I was ever um, needy. Towards no, me. you never. So, no. So I think it's interesting to look at the balance between like needing another person, um, having that bond and that like dependence on each other in some way but also having your own separate self right so like I think that's where maybe when that is a little more balanced like that's when it feels more attractive mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah I think so or no that confusing right and I'm, I'm curious too, because it sounds like, again, this schooling came later. It came after three kids, like this kind of major stressor and even life change. Right. And there were some health concerns and things that kind of got figured out and stuff as well. Um, but I'm curious, like, how did you, how do you, how do you know that your partner is a priority? Is that through conversations? Is that through time that you've spent together? Is that through, you know, um, I don't know, like, how, how do you know that 
Casey, for you, I'm number one for Ryan or, or me and the family or me and the kids are number one or our relationship is even more of a priority over that of our kids because oftentimes that takes a priority over the marital relationship for people. And, and so I'm just curious, like, is that something you started, you know, in a friendship that was that first year of knowing that we cared about each other? How, how did that develop? How did that? Mm. That's a good question. Totally putting you on the spot yeah. here. <laughs> Helping um, you just I kind think, of think back. Um, that's funny because you said, did that happen as our friendship? I shook my head. No, she shook her head. Yes. No, I was just kind of like listening. Oh, okay. I was just like, um, I'm listening. No. So I, I think there's a lot of, there is a lot of give and take in our relationship where like, I'll give up a night and say, oh yeah, I'll stay home. I'll take care of this or whatever. You go do your thing. Um, but I also know that when my things come up, you know, I can look at our schedule and say, oh, like we don't have much going on this day or whatever, you know, and I'll talk and say, hey, is that cool if I go do whatever? Um, and that's typically fine. You know, there. I think we've got a very good mutual agreement on putting each other hobbies. I think we respect just first. I think yeah. There's a mutual respect for each other. There's like, I think it's a, there's a, this respect and I know I feel Ryan wants me to be happy. Mm-hmm. And so if he wants me to be happy, that makes me feel like he's, that I'm important to him. Um, and I know he wants me to be happy by his actions. <laughs> so like, I mean, that's not as, it's not as simple and clear as it sounds. Um, and like we, we all, we've had our lots of ups and downs, right? But I think overall his actions show me that he listens to me and he wants me to be happy. I mean, Casey's such a deep thinker and I'm like this small mind and simple thinker, but in my <laughs> simple head, this is it. If I'm if I'm like, hey, I want to go out hunting on this day, why well, full well should expect her to want to go golfing on a day? Ryan's very transactional. <laughs> no, but like that, no, like that just makes sense to me. I'm like, so, it, yeah. you know how let's go back to the question. So the question was, how do you know what was it, Chelsea? How do I know that? How do you know that you're a priority? Like, how do you know? And and for both of you, that isn't just a question for you, Casey, but again, maybe it's this transactional thing of like, yes, quid pro quo, you scratch my back, I scratch yours. But there's also, I mean, Casey, I just love what you said. Like, we just mutually respect each other. We just know Mm -hmm. that like, that's a part of that. Right. And, and oftentimes I think people, um, I see couples struggling with that in that, how do we, how do we be together and unified and, and be a team and a partnership, but also be independent of each other. It's really hard and depend on each other. Like, Mm -hmm. and and I'm hearing you guys have this like beautiful balance. And I just want to like dissect that and take that apart of like, how do we help other people have that? Because it is a tricky balance because Mm -hmm. as I know from being married to a hunter hunting only happens at certain <laughs> times of the year and you know for some people that's nine months out of the year and <laughs> sometimes that's 12 months out of the year and because there's always a hunt going on somewhere right yeah. um but there's again like a time and a season a place for you know maybe uh you know in our in our relationship Brett always talks about like I'm I'm filling up the bank account during other times of the year so then I can cash in during hunting, right? So then he's <laughs> gone more during hunting season and I just know like, oh, I'm not really gonna see him for the month of September and October. And then there's other times, right? Like, so it's, it's, it is kind of that quid pro quo, but there's also so much that happens at other times during the year or day to day, right? That's that, that mutual respect. It's, also just not assuming, oh, well, it's Thursday. Can I go do my thing? Mm-hmm. Because I do on every, 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 so once in a while, every Thursday or something comes up, right? Well, there was nothing on the calendar. So I just planned something, right? It's that mutual respect of is, does that work for our schedule? 
-hmm. is that going to be okay? Can we do that? You know, that, that, those kind of conversations and those expectations and again, that mutual respect for each other. I think part of the respect is also like taking the energy and the time to get to know your partner because we're always changing. We're always growing. Well, we should, I, in my opinion, I think we should always be growing. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to be changing. And that means we're going to be finding out new things about our partner and ourselves. And so I think that's part of the respect is not just assuming or just getting stuck in your way. Right. I think it's like maintaining some kind of curiosity. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that mutual respect is a big, it is a big thing and it's not, it's not just like I'll scratch your back if you scratch mine type of thing because it's a lot deeper than that um and it's a lot more under i think we have a lot more of an understanding of each other and what our needs are um but i also know how i feel and if i don't have time for myself i mean over days weeks months whatever time period i just get miserable and i'm not fun to be around um, and so I think of that and I think, well, I wouldn't want to be treated that way. I, I can't hold those same, you know, I have to hold that same standard for her mm-hmm. so that she can have time to grow or develop or do things or go out with friends or whatever. Um, and we do a lot together too. We do, we do a lot of things together, but, um, yeah, I just think it's important that I, try my hardest to see our relation see both of us as equals Mm -hmm. um and not like keeping score like oh well you went out and you know like right but it's important to see each other as equals and and treat her how i would feel like i would deserve to be treated Mm -hmm. yeah that's very cool again that just like mutual relationship respect for each other and and just prioritizing that relationship um I'm not sure we really answered like when did that how did you develop that like how did you know how how was that through conversations was that through like I love and I love to think about it because I think it's very hopeful for people because if I think back on the beginning of our relationship like we've grown into these people. Like we weren't just these people. Like I am not who I am. And Ryan's is like, we're just very different from when we first, I think the core parts of us are there, but like both of us so much new added to us, I feel like. And so to me, that's really fun to think about and hopeful to think about because you can grow into the kind of partner you want to be. And hopefully when you're growing, your partner will be growing too. But to answer the question, I think I'm not sure. I don't know. I just, over time, I guess. Probably through conversations, probably through act, like. I Well, when I, th- when I think back on some of this, I credit a lot of this to us sounds dumb, but just getting a babysitter and then being able to have time one-on-one and really getting to know each other. You, it's just so hard to do that when, you know, we try to do that with our kids. We try to have one-on-one time with our, with our kids as well, but, um, it's just so, it's so key and so important to, uh, to our relationship to have one-on-one time. And oftentimes we don't get that in the day to day. So we have to set that time aside. And I think when we started doing that, that's when a lot of this started to happen. I noticed that when we started doing that, we started having a lot more meaningful conversations um, about each other and our future and all these different things and, and it helped. And something we talked about earlier, and I don't know if this necessarily answers the question, but I think it's interesting is this 
when I wasn't so, as soon as I started working outside the home or like started doing more hobbies outside of this little context, um, my focus wasn't totally on Ryan and like, he wasn't the sole, um, the sole like source of all of my happiness and like all of my needs being met. So I don't know how that, but there's like, again, there's this balance because I think if I was just going out and just working and not coming back and like reconnecting with Ryan, then I would be missing that part as well. But I think it really is both. And I don't know how to maybe articulate that very well, but I think it's that finding that balance, right? Mm -hmm. Is that, again, I see a lot of couples in, in either on either side of the pendulum, right? Where it's like, he's never home. She's always gone. They're always at work. They're Mm -hmm. always doing their hobby. Like they're never like that too far to one way, but then there's never that like coming home, rekindling, connecting, um, happening. But then there's also the other side of it where it's like, I don't want you to do anything right? Like you didn't have to go back to school. You didn't have to start a career, Mm -hmm. but because I care about you and I care about the person you are, I want to support that. Our family doesn't necessarily need that, but Mm -hmm. you need that. So therefore I'll support you in that. And that sometimes, again, going back to that threat sometimes can be very threatening of like, well, who's going to take care of the kids? Who's going to like clean the house, who's gonna, you know, like it can spiral people. And I think that's oftentimes why people limit themselves because of the strain and stress that it does put on their relationship and the change that it brings. And, and, and I think sometimes like, like, I don't know if, and I think it's so key to know, like everyone is different right like every couple is going to be different like this might not have been a good thing at the time for a lot of other couples or maybe you know earlier you know I think time is different for everybody and so yeah I just think it's important not to compare ourselves to other relationships I think that is yeah a bad place to go (laughs) absolutely Yeah. yeah and and I don't think it was a singular thing that helped you create this secure bond, right? Help you find this balance. It was over time, repeated conversations, time spent together, and then the actions of both of you really continually prioritizing your relationship, finding the babysitters and going through the little extra stress of like, yes, no one is available this night or, but I'm, we're going to make it happen. And one thing I think that is important too, that we didn't talk about and I'll mention because it is actually monumental I think in our relationship is when I was very very sick like I didn't want like it was just really bad like it was really bad um dark times and I know like in those dark times that was not fun for Ryan that was like really hard just as hard probably for him as it was for me but he was, he was there and he was like, I didn't realize how hard it was for him until after, because he was just like, he was just there for me. I don't know how to explain it, but I didn't feel alone. Right. And I again, one of those times of that he's showing up, he's, and that he's has, prioritizing your that relationship. Carried us. That's carried me a long way. It's that definitely was a big, has been a big part of my trust in, in our relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Um, how do you, how do you support? We've talked a lot about kind of making sure both of you get your kind of me time, if you will, but really prioritizing hobbies and, and sort of supporting each other in that. How, how do you support that? How, what is, is that, that could quid pro quo. It's my turn. Like, how do you guys navigate that? What does that look like for you guys? I think it can be a weakness for us sometimes. Yes. I like to have fun. I, (laughs) my life revolves around fun. Like, and so if I know Ryan's going out to have fun, 
I'm like, okay, when's the next time I'm going to have fun? It's not necessarily like, oh, I'm mad. I have to stay home and take care of the kids or put the kids to bed or whatever. It's like, I'm (laughs) keeping track of that score of like, well, I'm an, I want to go out with my friends or I want to go golf or I want to go bike or whatever. And so that's been really hard for me to, but us identifying like that about each other. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and like what, what motivates us, I think has been helpful. Yeah. (laughs) But I don't think we're always good at that, honestly. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. There has been sometimes, sometimes I'll start feeling like, okay, like you're going out a lot or doing a lot of things. I think it's my turn to leave the house, but then I'll bring it up and I'm like, oh yeah, actually, you know, we'll we'll talk about it and get it figured out. It's never really been a big issue, I think, because we've always, we know it's important. It's very important for us to each have that. I mean, both know that about each other. And then we both respect that about each other. So even when we do maybe have like a kind of a fight about it or something, we always come back and repair that. Like, hey, I'm sorry I acted that way. You know, I was just, I really need to get out. Or I feel like we always, I always know like eventually we'll get back to each other and we'll kind of like Mm -hmm. be re, we can like repair that. Would you say that's true? hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. What is that process like for you guys? How do you check in with each other? Like, do you, again, I see a lot of you like sort of self-regulating, like I'm able to, you're, you're self-aware enough to be like, Hey, that I, this isn't sitting super hot with me. Um, and I, something's, a, I'm feeling a little off and then being able to bring that to your partner and say, Hey, this something's I, I'm feeling away right? I'm feeling, I'm feeling sad. I'm feeling like it's my turn. I'm feeling like maybe I'm a little neglected right now or <laughs> whatever, right? Like how, how, what's that process like for you? Like, how do you identify it in yourself? How do you bring it to your spouse? How do you respond to each other? Well, we're always talking. We're all, Casey and I are always communicating. And so I don't necessarily, um, yeah. I have something to say about this. I don't think um I think we're working on this part of our relationship where we're asking for things that we need. I don't think we I think we're really good at kind of um repairing like when we've hurt each other, but I don't I think we're kind of more recently like I just the other night we were on vacation and our little three-year-old got lost for a minute and it really, really upset me. <laughs> it was like two minutes, but um, when something like that happens, um, my mind goes like to the worst case. And then I can't like have, I can't really enjoy myself. And then like, all well, it'll like keep me up at night. And so um, I did go out in the other room and I'm like, I said, Ryan, I'm just my mind, I'm having really bad thoughts. Like I'm really, I'm just so worried about this. And I think in the past he would have been like, don't, it's fine. Like everything's fine. That's not going to happen. That's once in a million, blah, 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 blah. And that doesn't really help. But this time he's like, just lay your head in my lap and I'll, I'll play with your hair. And that was like, I remember thinking the next morning, like, wow, that was so nice. Just like, and this is cliche, but like, it wasn't like a fix it. It was just like, here, just come. I'll just, I'll just, I don't know. Something about that was so what I needed. And that, that was a little example of things were starting yeah, to do better. That's taken, I've probably messed <laughs> hundreds if not thousands of times to get to there (laughs) and probably since then I I did it the opposite way a few times since then but Casey brings a good that it's just I don't know it's a lifelong journey and Mm -hmm. and we it but without us talking and learning and knowing like without the past things and Casey saying like hey if you what I really needed is for you to approach it this way She's probably told me that a lot of times, like 50 times. And 
um, without us talking and communicating, I wouldn't know what to do. Mm -hmm. And so I do things the same old way, which does no good. Mm -hmm. So it's important. It's important for both sides to say what they need. And it's important for the other side to listen and hear and understand what what that need is. Right. And I love what you're saying because there's so many couples that get stuck in this of like, right, I just want to fix it. I see that, you know, I just imagine Casey, you coming out and being just destroyed, like so worried of like, oh my gosh, worst case scenario, all these like things. I thought, right? Yeah. I was feeling all the feels. But I did all I'll say this. I did do that though. I did the wrong thing. I was like, you know how often that happens? Like I'm such a small logical logical thinker that I'm like, well, statistically, you know, like (laughs) blah, blah, blah. Like uh, you're more likely to die on the way to the airport, you know, helpful sometimes, right? Like sometimes that's good and helpful, but what you did was say, I, I, what I felt was Ryan knows how this is for me now. Like, well, maybe not always, but right now he's understanding like that isn't going to help me. What's going to help me is just like feeling that he's there. Right. It's just, or like that I'm taken care of. Like that touch on my hair was just what I needed. But I also, I watch you do this with the kids too, though. Mm -hmm. Cause like when the kids have a challenge or whatever, Casey is so understanding with them and like talks and listens versus me. I'm like, just fix it. You know, like it's so I can just fix this in two seconds, but I've seen Casey with our kids do that a lot more. And that's helped me a lot as well. Yeah. So using that and seeing her sort of model that with your kids has also helped you show up better for your wife. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really awesome. Again, lifelong of learning didn't happen overnight. You got it wrong plenty of times. Both of you didn't do it great, right? And now you're learning really how to respond to each other and really showing up for ways that really matter to each other, where you really feel that support. Yeah, to kind of paint the other side of like where maybe I had acted before, I probably would have been passive aggressive, um, like feeling really scared like anxious on the inside and so like slamming cupboards and like oh did you lose this like kind of like storming around and like that was that's kind of what I do when I'm not um at my best (laughs) whereas this time I was able to say like I'm just really scared and I know I'm having these thoughts and can you just help me like you know or I don't even know what I said but it was different than being kind of rude is what I usually do yeah. So that was kind of like the other side of my, mm-hmm. my participation in it. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is, again, you guys know, you, you've been married long enough, been together long enough. You know what I do. I know how I typically respond, but I'm learning and growing and learning new ways of doing and, and being and living. And I'm, I'm learning to respond to myself differently. And I'm learning to respond to my partner differently. And I'm open to the fact that I don't always do it great, right? Like there's so many people that are like, well, I just want my partner to be happy. And if they would just be happy, then I'm happy, which is so (laughs) true, right? So true. But (laughs) when that doesn't happen, right? Sometimes we get anxious. Sometimes we get lonely. Sometimes we get sad. Sometimes we, you know, sometimes we're not always happy and if we're completely and solely dependent on the other person to make us happy, things get muddled, right? And if we're not self-aware enough to know what we need, then we go back to the silent treatment or storming around the house or avoiding our partner because I don't, of course, why don't you feel that same way or, or whatever it might be. And, and many, many couples get stuck in that in that cycle. And I think, again, it's a, it's a beautiful example of a way that it is working, right? The way that you're showing up for each other, a way that you're doing it different. And you didn't always do it that way. You're learning, growing, changing, and your relationships continuing to evolve. And and letting go of 
letting go of some of those ideas that we have about like what our partner should be like or like what the relationship will look like if it's going well like kind of letting go of some of that I think is really been helpful for me it's really awesome Mm -hmm. really great Mm -hmm. um any other like parting thoughts the words of wisdom again I think there's (laughs) there's so much you guys have shared and just little little nuggets that are really making your relationship work well and are so good for people to be able to hear and and learn from yeah any other parting nuggets words of wisdom things you would share about relationships or what you're learning about yourself for your relationship we talked a lot about of things that we're doing good but it's a process Mm -hmm. and we i mean we're figuring it out we don't even it's it's just a journey Mm -hmm. you know yeah i feel kind of silly because i'm like yeah, like, it's not, I don't want to paint it like, I know how to do all this, right? Like, <laughs> Absolutely. I don't want to paint it like that. But it's kind of like for the purposes of what we're doing. But I think I just think my core thing for myself is always keep growing. Because I think to me, well we kind of like balance or we're kind of like there's this tension between wanting like stability and then like excitement like that's a common thing in long-term relationships and so I think watching Ryan grow and then as I'm growing as well it's like it's always changing and so but then I know I'm safe and I know that we're in this together so it's kind of like a balm for that like tension (laughs) it's just keep on growing like what do you need to do to grow as a person I think that's my kind of philosophy for myself yeah I just think life is a beautiful thing and it's a challenge and it's not easy and I'm I'm so thankful to have you know Casey as a partner and she's helped me see things life completely different. She she thinks very, both of us think very different. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's been great to just listen to her and learn from her and and continue to grow in, in a lot of different ways. We're so we are so different we're so different but we're also I'm a completely different person now than when when we've got married 10 years ago and Casey's the same we're like so different we laugh about that a lot yeah I'm like I don't even know but we know how did we know I met myself my younger self that I wouldn't even recognize myself right yeah it worked out and I think it's because we just decided we're going to do it together like yeah I think that's the only way yeah yeah I don't know absolutely Yeah, which again, I think is that hard balance of like how for couples, for a lot of couples, it's like, how do you get that Mm -hmm. and not completely lose yourself, Mm -hmm. but also still have, you know, this, we're we're cleaving to each other, we're doing it together, but we're not so enmeshed that like, I don't know where I start and you begin and I end and it just, it gets all muddled together. I think having your own self and being different and independent is so important mm-hmm. and and often in our culture um that can be skewed for for you know reasons that have that are intend well intended but i think that can be skewed so wrong and, and i think it can cause a lot of issues and resentment and and other things but having yeah, yeah I, i've just seen that in in our in our and again kind of what Casey said before, what works for us does not work for everybody. But I've seen in our relationship that as we've grown more independently on our own, we've grown way close, a lot closer together. Yeah. Um, But I think it's also like, it's not, um, I think it can get confused with being 
um, like isolated, like, I don't know how to, there's, I, it's a, it's a, the point is if you don't have a, your, if you don't know yourself, then how can you show up for your partner? So it's not about being okay on your own and like being totally independent on your own. It's like, how can I be my full self so that I can bring that to the relationship? Absolutely. Often we use, (laughs) you both said it beautifully. I often use the analogy of the, of a gas tank with, with Mm -hmm. couples or, or clients, even individuals as well, but of just, you know, you can't give to another person if my gas tank is empty, right? Like if I stop at the gas tank or if I stop at the gas station and I put 10 cents in my car, I'm not going to go very far. Right. But if I am independent and putting fuel in my car and doing some of the things that fuel me, right. That are really rejuvenating, not cleaning the house or doing chores for other people. I mean, that might work for some people, but for the most part, like really like knowing, like doing things for me, right? Learning, growing, whether that's golfing, whether that's taking on a new hobby, whether that's doing the hobbies that I love. Like if I'm, if I completely lose that and I don't do any of that, my tank is going to become empty. And then how do I give Mm -hmm. to not only my spouse, but children and, uh, and other people, other relationships, if I'm empty myself, yeah. But it, and, it's also it's also a balance. You can't just keep filling your tank and filling your tank. It does overflow well. sometimes, right? <laughs> I've, and I've, I've tried that. <laughs> I've tried it, but you you've gotta it, you've gotta have a balance. Yeah. Right, right. You it's again that kind of tether and finding that balance because if I just keep putting gas in my tank and there's no one to share it with. Or it's, you know, taking off on these adventures, you're going places and not having anyone to share in it with, and maybe they're not there with me, mm-hmm. but I'm coming home to them and I'm tethered to them and I'm sharing in it with them in some way. It's finding that, that balance, mm-hmm. right? It's when your spouse goes, your partner goes, it's not, where are you? When are you going to be home? When are you coming home? Yeah. Every two minutes, right? Like it's good to have a plan, but it's not tracking them on a tracking device and watching where they go all the time, which bless Apple's heart, but goodness, (laughs) it creates a lot of problems with couples of like, I can see where you're at. And why are you at, why did you stop there? And (laughs) what are you doing there? And and again, it sort of creates this feeling of control rather than that sense of independence. Right. And I think the whole point for me around developing my like myself like getting like going back to school and you know doing these things it's it's so that I can be it really is so that I can feel more fulfilled fulfilled and feeling like that makes me want to connect more right like it it makes me it's it all circles back (laughs) like it all circles back like it's all about like Maybe that's why I found it so attractive because we've been able to connect so well. Yeah. Could be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Quite possibly. Right. In that we're able to connect more because you're getting fulfillment and I'm seeing a spark and a life in you. And it's not, I'm not so worried about it that you're like sucking me dry and I have to give more of myself, but that you're also fueling your tank and like, we actually have more power together, right? Like in both of our tanks being full and even with going back to school, I'm sure that's a balance you guys are continuing to, to face. And as you start your career and things like that, it's, it's finding that balance of, all right, my tank's getting empty. I need a refuel and your tank's empty. I can tell, and you need a refuel and, 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 maybe that happens simultaneously, maybe that happens independently, but to continue that as well and continue that, that growing bond together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, it's been hard. Like it's been hard. And I'm glad that we've been investing in our relationship because it's helped carry us in this hard, these hard times. (laughs) 
Yeah, it is absolutely. Hard. It's, it's not, it's been really hard the last couple of months because of just because of time and resources, you can only have so much. And so investing earlier on has helped carry us, I think, in these hard yeah. times. Yeah. Yeah. Very good, guys. This is this has been really great. And I hope listeners mm -hmm. will continue to listen to this and continue because this is, again, there's so many great, great mm -hmm. things to learn from you guys. And I certainly don't mean to paint this in a perfect light and that you guys have the perfect relationship because I, no one feels like they have the perfect relationship. But uh, it, again, that continued just growth and learning and mutual respect for each other is something that um, I think is incredibly important and valued in your relationship and has helped you guys really create a secure, a secure connection with each other. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Just really awesome. Yeah. You guys, thanks so much for sharing your wisdom with us. And uh, we will hopefully see you soon because I feel like there's so many more angles we could go with this. So we, we might have you back on. <laughs> I don't know. That's about all we got. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I well, doubt that. Yeah. <laughs> I doubt that. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thank you so much, guys. This has been the Puzzle of Us. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.